2: evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? Seriously, no mocking intended. No blasphemy here. Thank you, Jesus, that um, I am alive. I am healthy. I am here able to do my show with you guys tonight. There's so much uh, that uh, I think that we have to be grateful for in this great nation, that uh, we are still the greatest nation in the face of the earth. We still have the greatest system in the face of the earth. We have amazing people and minds working hard right now to keep us safe. And currently, uh, everybody is on coronavirus watch. And I would even venture to say that I am grateful that as of now, we have a low death toll and that our government is taking measures to keep us all safe. Glad to have you guys with me tonight. 888 344 1170. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. We are streaming live right now on the Facebook page of theanswersandiego.com. Um, uh,. Gosh, so much to cover tonight. There's actually even other news going on besides the coronavirus, by, by the way. So we're going to get to that a little bit later. Um, America has been canceled. You know, we've talked a lot lately about a new term that, that's become a part of our, our urban language or our lexicon, if you will, cancel culture. America was officially canceled today across the country. Everything from universities to churches to our court system here in San Diego to amusement parks it has been a wholesale cancellation of america today the if you thought that the stock market tank which was it well we'll talk about the reasons behind that in a little bit throughout the show but if you thought that was enough economic destruction the cancellation of america has made the economic destruction really uh, significant on the part of the entire nation and my question for you guys today is do you think it's justified Do you think – because I'm starting to hear from people questioning whether or not the risk that we face with this infection, the coronavirus infection, as contagious as it is, as threatening as it is, is it – is the cancellation of America – is it justified – is that proportionate with the risk? And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. That is the question of, of the day. We've got John Barry is going to be with us in a little bit. He is author of the book, The Great Influenza, and he's going to be here. He is somebody that has worked on preparedness from pandemics to catastrophes like the BP oil spill, as well as to Katrina and course he lives in new orleans so that's one of the reasons why he's been involved in those activities but he's going to be here we've also got jenny beth martin from tea party patriots who's going to be with us a little bit later on the show to talk about the political aspects of this and how it plays into our general election and what we tea party conservatives need to be taking away from this and of course the man who's going to keep it all rolling with us every night of the week is my buddy the man dj carrot sticks hey does anyone want carrot sticks get him out of here
3: it's interesting all the different Areas that this affects people's life, I
4: actually uh, was assigned to jury duty next tuesday, which i don't don 't think that's going to happen now
2: well, it depends because what's been what's been postponed is civil trials. I think criminal prosecutions are going to continue um, and but the, you think about every way in which our economy is being affected. And I'm beginning to hear from people, and I want to hear from you guys. I'm beginning to hear from people, uh, friends and family, via text message and phone calls. And actually, this started about a week ago, actually, even before the cancel culture, just on the basic of, of the stock market. I've been I've been on, hearing this from people on social media, from Facebook and Twitter. The vast majority of people that I am interacting with, and even those I'm following on social media, feel that their their fears now... Their fears of the economic impact and the ways that our economy is being damaged at this point, they're more fearful of that now than they are this virus. And that's the real deal. And the reason is because Americans are starting to look at this and go, you know what? Nobody really knows ultimately how bad this can get for us. They're looking at it and going, we've got about 40 dead compared to 18,000 with the flu, 40 dead. To the families that have lost 40 people, that's absolutely tragic and our heart breaks for them. But, but I've got, I've got, I'm, listening, I'm hearing from an Americans going, I, you know, the, the response to this, we're destroying the, the economy for 300 million Americans out of fear over, what, worst case scenario? I don't even know what the worst case scenario is. Nobody really knows what it is. But even if the, there's some predictions that are based on what people are referring to as their best guess— So much of the fear and panic has resulted from people's guesses, people proposing what could be in the form of what will be. That's what started a lot of this. And then you had the media immediately jumping on it, reporting this in a way all day, 24 hours a day stoking the panic on the part of the American people, then as soon as that started affecting the Dow, then they're like, okay, now we're on Dow Watch. Now the Dow's down X amount. Every time they come back from commercial break, okay, we're, we've we got our eyes on the Dow. And then, of course, that feeds things. And then and then once you've got panic starting, then that just becomes contagious, and then the Dow gets worse and worse and worse, and then you've got cancellations, and then that causes the Dow to go down. So that's... so. But now, then on top of that, now we've got everything from Disneyland to 90 universities, uh, uh, banks, and we've even got civil courts in San Diego. I mean, and this is going exponentially across the country to where Americans are starting to wonder, let's say it gets, we've got 50 dead right now. Let's say within the next month or so, we lose 20,000 people. That's going to be a little bit more than the flu. Americans are starting to go, okay, well, well, we've destroyed the economy for 300 million people for the same level of loss is the flu. People are starting to wonder if it makes if it's not overreaction. I'm curious to hear from you guys. I I wanted to focus and and I feel like uh I'm I'm seeing a shift. Not only am I seeing a shift from people out there that initially were even panicked, uh, that are now going. Well, wait a second. It's now gone too far. Initially, I was on board with so much of, of the fears. Now I'm now I'm concerned about the economy. I'm also seeing a shift in the media, and it's good. I'm seeing outlets starting to report some facts. Uh, that it's it's positive. We know. And by the way, before I even get into some of the positive news within this, because there actually is some, I think it's possible that you can see this contagious disease and take it as serious as it is and at the same time think that the reaction to it has been overblown. I, I think those two can coexist. I don't think that if you're somebody who thinks that the reaction to it has been overblown means that you don't care or that you don't realize that there is an, an, a disease that is a killer for people. But I do think that it is acceptable to question whether or not the reaction is overblown, particularly given the fact here's what some news media outlets are starting to report. And I think it's responsible to do so. I think it's important to educate the American people that this is more contagious than the flu. I think it's important to educate the people on how it's transmitted. I think it's important to educate the people that it affects the vast majority averaging 80 plus average uh, as well as those with underlying Diseases like Tom Hanks has now reportedly been hospitalized. I think he's got type two diabetes. But what what some media outlets are starting to report now, which was not being reported, was that there is an eighty percent recovery rate. Eighty percent recovery rate, and I think that's important. And and maybe maybe to those who were criticizing President Trump last night, thinking that he didn't do enough to calm the fears, I'm hoping that while we take this this threat seriously, that understanding that even in China where we had the breakout occur, where they had 80,000 cases in China, did you guys know that 59,000 of those recovered? And that was with an average age of the, the the average age of the cases there, 80. A lot of reports coming out about Italy. One of the reasons why Italy had such a high mortality rate is that they have the second oldest population in their nation to Japan. So they've got an abnormally high number of uh, abnormally high uh, age for their population. So I, I think that if, you know, whatever this, however this ends up being, and we don't know, and anybody who tells you this will be X or this number of Americans will be infected, they don't know. And whenever there is an unknown, I think we're presented with two options. We can either choose to, to assume the worst case scenario and react that way or we can say you know what i think we need to take reasonable per- precautions do everything that we c- we can within reason within boundaries of self-destruction and remain optimistic but i could be wrong we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk to john barry author of the book the great influenza and get his take so stay tuned we're show coming up
7: Scripture tells us, if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting-age believer trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game-changer in this one One nation under God. Using biblicalvoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click
8: biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning, and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of it. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over 1,600,000 roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started at 59 bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as $49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1045872, 1050201, and 1050133.
0: The Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds.
7: We're finding everything we're looking for, so we're impressed. Awesome selection.
6: Awesome, yeah, just a lot more than I expected to see. It's
0: America's premier gun show with great deals on guns, ammo,
3: scopes, accessories, and more. Some at wholesale prices, plus jewelry, gift ideas, and door prizes. Well, scour it through, find the best bargain, and come back and buy it. Crossroads of the West Gun Show this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. All sales are conducted in compliance with applicable law. You can buy, sell, and trade at the Crossroads Gun
2: Show. Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Andrea Kay here, also known as AK-47. And guys, I'm super excited that it's coming back because last time I went to the Crossroads Gun Show, I had such a great time. It's not just a gun show selling guns. They've got everything from accessories for the guns, but they've also got other cool things you can shop for, like amazing collectibles. One ticket is good for both days. The show is Saturday from 9 to 5 and Sunday from 9 to 4 at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Skip the lines with advance tickets by going to CrossroadsGunShows.com. That's CrossroadsGunShows.com. Del
0: Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins.
5: Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Walmsley Radio
6: Show, weekday mornings at 11 on The Answer San Diego.
0: Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. You're listening to somebody
6: who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Show. Glad to have you guys with me. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is whether or not you feel that the today we kind of canceled America, kind of like cancel culture. Do you think that the cancellations, the response to this, the reaction to the threat is proportional to the threat that we face? Because I'm beginning to hear from people that they're actually more fearful now of the economic fallout from this than they actually are of the coronavirus itself. Joining me to discuss this is John Barry, author of the book, The Great Influenza. He's also written other bestsellers, and he's also been a part of policymaking in terms of infectious disease as well as flood protection, because he's down in my old stomping grounds in New Orleans. And he joins me now to discuss this. Hi, Mr. Barry. Welcome to The Andrea K Show.
3: Uh, Thanks very much. Let's
2: yeah, roll. yeah, yeah. Let's roll. Hey, um, by the way, you're at Tulane, right? I, I'm an LSU. That's great. correct. Yeah, I'm an LSU. Uh, well,
3: before I became a writer and knowing something, I was a coach on the Tulane football team that kicked LSU's butt fourteen nothing when they were ranked number five.
2: Okay, well, I don't even know when that was. I don't I, I don't remember in my lifetime probably here in
3: Tulane. Before it probably was before you were born. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, well, that was cl- clearly before my time and before when I had a T-shirt that said Tulane where the women are women and the men are too. Go
3: Tigers!
2: Yeah, go Tigers!
3: Ah, well, I'm undefeated against LSU, <laughs> that's all I can tell you.
2: <laughs> I'm glad we could have a laugh because you know what, uh, Mr. Barry, People are really, really concerned today and I'm hearing more from i'm hearing from people that are saying you know what i'm beginning to be more concerned with this economic fallout that the reaction is overblown than i am from the influenza itself i mean we've got we've got approximately 40 dead right now in the u.s uh 1500 to 2000 cases when we've had eight we've lost 18,000 beloved americans due to the flu do you think that the reaction the cancellations the Everything, the uh, the fallout from this and the reaction to this, universities being canceled, our courts were canceled here in San Diego, Disneyland's right. closed. Do you think right. all of this is proportional?
3: Right. I think it's proportional. It might be a little bit early. But all the models of transmission indicate that if you intervene early, then you can have a significant impact on how many people get sick and die. If you wait until the virus is already disseminated, uh, then it's too late. You can have all the closings you want, and it it won't have any impact. The fact is, this is a lethal virus, a a 1% case fatality rate or 2%, whatever it is. It may not sound like much, but in nineteen eighteen the two percent case fatality rate in the developed world was enough to kill six hundred and seventy five thousand Americans in a population that was one third the size of today. So the equivalent would be two million Americans today with a two percent case fatality rate. There is no question that this disease spreads very easily. Uh fortunately it has not yet spread that widely. It spread a lot I mean The biggest debacle probably anywhere in the developed world is the testing in the United States, which has been a major disaster. So we don't know how many cases there are here, but we we can guess there are a lot more than have shown up so far. But it's still not really widely dispersed, so we can have a chance not really to contain it, but I think we do have a chance to put a little bit of a lid on it
2: well i don 't know how much more when you 've got three hundred million Americans across this large of a country and them all i mean how do how would you contain it in a way that wouldn't that <sighs> It's it's hard for me to say this without sounding crass, but if we were to do like how – you can't really contain it unless you shut everybody in their homes and not allow them to go anywhere, and then Americans are going well, – then we've destroyed the economy in a way that, that okay, maybe we've prevented X percent percentage of the population from dying, but is it really fair to destroy the lives of 300 million Americans – for this to save well, this number of lives, like I, and that's honestly where people are—what people are questioning today. Uh,
3: you know, I'm, as I said earlier, former football coach. I love sports. The idea that the season for every sport has just been ended is a, you know, a, a shocker. And there is a real impact. There's no question. It it certainly hurts the economy. And the, the, the difficult thing is that people don't understand how lethal and what a threat this disease is. If they did, then they would be willing, much more willing to pay the price. And if you wait until it is obvious to everybody because thousands and tens of thousands of people start dying, and that's the numbers that, that could easily be the case, by that time it's too late to intervene. That is a very tricky thing. The the timing is very hard. The other thing that's going to be very difficult is sustaining all this stuff. You know, it's one thing to go for weeks, close the school. You reopen the school maybe, and and some other teacher has a case where you're going to close it again. Right. It's a very, very difficult situation.
2: Well, yeah, that's part of the problem because it does seem premature for this to be happening, and so we've got we've got all the economic gains from President Trump wiped away. I'm hearing from seniors, and started hearing from seniors a week ago, saying to me, "You know what? If I if if I don't get this, I might not be able to to buy food because of the economic destruction. Because when we had the H1N1, and we had 800 San Diegans in critical condition in the hospital, and uh, millions of Americans. Infected. We didn't have the media doing a Dow this watch is, spending 24 is, hours. Uh, I know it's a different disease. This I'm, is
3: not H1N1. This is infinitely right. more lethal than H1N1, uh, plus a totally different target population. Uh, you cannot really compare this to H1N1.
2: I'm comparing the media reaction to it. And I'm wondering if prematurely we didn't have a media, you know, what if the media had not spent 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week in the early stages talking this down and stoking fears and stoking fears and causing the market to crash? Maybe that had that not happened. I don't
3: think it's the media. I think it's what happened in China and the, the spread. I mean, the fact is, more than six weeks ago, I had an op-ed in the Washington post saying this thing probably cannot be contained. And, you know, I, actually I sold my, my holdings and I'm watching the market go up and up after that wondering when, when are they going to get real and understand what the danger is? And, you know, all of a sudden they did. It's what's happening in China, what's happening in Iran, what's happening in Italy. That's what's, you know, what's making the markets go south. They don't care what the media is saying. They, they're, they you know, they're, I won't say they're rational. Obviously, they often act irrationally, uh, but. Well, the average Americans,
2: the, you know, the market is it's also. not, not media, t- it's reality. Right. Well, I, um, I don't know that I, I think we can agree to disagree with that because I'm watching financial experts and on different shows saying the cancellations going on right now are are, are continuing to feed. Uh, fears, stoking fears and Americans themselves, not just these these uh, stockbrokers on the floor, but Americans themselves are selling off. And um, in terms of testing, you know, I uh, I I, originally let me I got to shift on. I've only got a few more minutes and I want to get into the fact that we were unprepared as a government, because when this first happened and we only had 400 cases in Wuhan, I had Dr. Orion on my show, who's the ED of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, who wrote a blog about the Spanish flu and about how we were not prepared for this pandemic. And nobody else was even really talking about it at the time. We have not been prepared, and we haven't been prepared as a U.S. government. And that is not – it's all being blamed on President Trump right now when even though H1N1 – was not, you know, not the same disease, we could have been starting preparations then because you know what? We did have millions affected. We did have 20,000 hospitalized. We had Ebola. I mean, we've had how many warnings that we needed to get this country ready and we haven't done it?
3: Well, you know, it started with uh, the Bush administration. Look, Tommy Thompson on September 11th, Tommy Thompson, who was then secretary of HHS, was actually in a meeting on pandemic influenza and considered it so important that he didn't want to leave the meeting. And he eventually was pulled out when the towers went down. Obviously, uh, but under the, uh, the Bush administration, they passed you know legislation, multi billion dollars, and started preparedness. The problem is public health costs money, and state would most of the public health dollars come from states. Uh, they've been cutting budgets. You know, because people want to cut taxes and there's no money to pay for public health infrastructure. The same thing is going on in the federal government. You know, Trump, as I'm sure you know, eliminated the global health security unit of the National Security Council. He didn't think there was any point to that. He's repeatedly tried to cut the budget of the CDC uh, specifically on things like global health. Uh, the, you can say there's blame to go around, but I would say that the, the most dangerous thing this president has done, frankly, is, you know, mix the messages up. Tony Fauci's trying to tell the truth, and, and Trump keeps trying to create this sense that all as well. This is not a good situation. This is a deadly threat. Now, it's not going to kill everybody. It's not the bubonic plague. It's not going to wipe out a quarter of the population, which in some small areas the, the Spanish flu in 1918 actually did. It killed 7% of the population of Russia. In more isolated regions, it killed 20 to 30% of the entire population. This is not that. But it is serious, and it needs to be taken seriously. Now, you can make an argument, which you are making, that the economic impact – of some of these closings, you know, maybe too high a price to pay for the benefit you're going to get out of it, and you know that that's a reasonable argument. But you have to recognize that the result is going to be that more people will die if this is not contained.
2: Well, I think it's a I think it's a question Americans are starting to ask when, and I think it's a reasonable question because, um, at, at least something to ponder when tr- pe- people are 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 suffering economically from this, and and they're seeing low numbers and nobody can, has any certainty as to how you know this is going to play out. Nobody knows. I mean, let's be honest; nobody's got a crystal ball. And you know, even the worst case scenario, people are looking at it kind of like a business would, an insurance company risk management. Okay, you know, really are the you know
3: the the worst case scenario is 50 percent of the countries infected or actually you know according to the epidemiologists it could be higher than that and uh if you have 50 percent of the country infected and a one percent fatality rate do the math that's 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 pretty pretty lethal and if we were to ever get to that situation then people would be wondering why closings we're right. not right instituted. So, uh, you know, it, it's no matter what decision somebody makes, they're going to look right. like they did the wrong thing. Absolutely. Uh,
2: Absolutely. Yeah, because nobody has a crystal ball. And when you are dealing with 300 million people and lives and we are, you know, uh, part, part of the world and we're the United States that provides the greatest amount of financial aid to the rest. I mean, this is, you know what happens with america affects the rest of the world as well as you know the americans here and you know it's it's a complicated issue and there's and anybody who says that they've got a patented a- answer that they know it all is not being honest because um nobody knows ultimately how this is going to play out nobody has all the answers and there's there's as many different opinions that's
3: a friend of mine pardon me uh i i was going to recommend a video to okay. you uh f- guy named Richard Hatch is a friend of mine. I work closely with him. He was the chief medical officer for the National Security Council under Bush and Obama. Uh, he now runs an international vaccine effort in London. He did something on the BBC not so long ago. It's about a 10-minute interview. Uh, and I recommend it to, to you and your viewers. Uh, you know, I can later, if you want, send send you a link. Uh, I'm assuming you... Post all sorts of stuff on, sure. on your website. Sure. Uh, you know, he's a very serious guy. He's scared, you know. Yeah. But the thing about this is that it is not necessarily something that I'm uh, out of control. We can do something to intervene. That, those interventions, as you make a very legitimate point, they cost something. Yes. They hurt people, yeah, but they don't kill people.
2: Well, um, so, I, John Barry, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you'll come back as we as we continue to, as a nation, go through this because there's different I, points that I'd we, be happy
3: to. Yeah. I enjoy the the different take all right
2: well it sounds fun yeah i enjoyed chatting with you and uh you stay safe down there and go eat some bread pudding at commander's for me or felix's which is another favorite place i like both of them
5: yeah thanks so
2: much all right we're gonna go to the phones real quick before i take a break i'm past a break but it looks like frank from san diego wants to comment on covid19 hi frank welcome to the show
9: good evening andrea and i love commercial for the gun show here
2: Good. hope you go to the gun show. Um, We're past a break. So quickly, what's your thoughts on COVID?
9: So uh, we have all these so-called experts telling us this and telling us that. Instead of looking at really what's going on and what's really going on is start looking at the Iranian parliament and Italy. And the reason why they're hit so hard is because the Chinese can only deal with those countries because of the sanctions our president put on them and the restrictions. And now, because they don't take care of their problems, it's gonna be the world's problems. And they sit there and killed the doctor who was going to tell the world about it over a year ago. And remember how those people deal with the truth in those countries. And that was my comment to you. It's just, I'm tired of hearing these experts saying that Trump hasn't done enough. Well, he hasn't done enough because our government won't let him do enough.
2: Well, I think that it's easy for it. There's been too much politicizing going on about this. And the reality is, is that we have not been a, a prepared for a pandemic as a nation for a while. And we should have been. And But the the left has, has certainly uh, politicized this too much. I'm, I wish we could chat more about it, Frank, but I'm past a break. Thank you for calling. Okay. Um. So Frank mentioned the gun show. It has been canceled. It was scheduled for the 14th and the 15th as well as the Orange County show, and the May 16th show will continue as planned. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, for getting us up to date on on, uh, what's happening with the gun shows. We're past a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots, and we'll talk to her about the politicizing of this when we come back.
0: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first.
10: Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113.
0: Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules.
11: If you have a car or other vehicle that you're thinking of selling or getting rid of, consider donating it to CarsForBabies.com instead. By donating your vehicle to CarsForBabies.com, you'll help fund much-needed resources for women facing unplanned pregnancy right here in San Diego. Light & Life Mobile Ultrasound is a 501c3 tax-exempt organization dedicated to raising funds to help local pregnancy resource centers bring much-needed care directly to those in need. By donating your vehicle, you're helping mothers and saving lives and your donation is tax-deductible. They'll even pick up your vehicle for free. You can donate your car, truck, boat, even a plane. By donating, you'll be helping young mothers and fathers. And yes, they're very young, waiting to be born sons and daughters. For more information, visit carsforbabies.com. That's carsforbabies.com. Be a blessing to the young, vulnerable families and help Light & Life's partners raise up and support in truth, goodness, and beauty. Light & Life, changing lives and saving lives visit carsforbabies.com today
1: this is jerry boyer of townhall finance for townhall.com while we wait to see the long-term economic impact of the coronavirus it's worth taking a moment to look at the economic data before the virus by practically every measure the economy in january and february was not only solid but trending upwards trade war uncertainty was off the radar screen and job creation was well over a quarter million per month House purchases were also trending up well. So whatever economic problems this virus brings, it will be the natural disaster's fault and not the fault of the policy mix. Once we get past the anxiety about coronavirus, we're likely to see a sharp and strong recovery. So the Trump administration has proposed temporary payroll tax cuts, an idea that should happen sooner rather than later, allowing plenty of time for people to feel the recovery before they go to the polls in November. I'm Jerry Boyer.
0: Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu
3: Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. We started the timeshare cancellation industry over 10 years ago because we were sick and tired of seeing good people lied to. We were the first, and we remain the largest. What makes us better? Our employees.
11: My name is Lauren Gray. I'm a timeshare team manager. It's incredible to think that over 300 timeshares, 300 different methods we have to master. That's experience, the assurance that this is going to be done right, that we have your back no matter what the timeshare company throws at you.
3: Today we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back. Back In your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or
7: you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit 800 838 2626. 800 838 2626. 800 838 2626.
11: If you want to know what it takes to be truly wealthy, then my dad, Richard Musio, has got you covered. Tune into It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on The Answer of San Diego health family sports business philanthropy my dad covers it all and believe it or not it's the only financial show in the u.s that discusses wealth but never money don't miss it's your business sunday mornings at 9 a.m right here on the answer san diego
0: the answer san diego streaming now on iheart.com and radio.com
6: A.K. Dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer. San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, I guess I, so many people want want us to stop focusing on coronavirus, but let's be honest, it is the topic of the day. And uh, my past guest, John Barry, feels as though he his position was he didn't feel like the, this was about. The economic fallout was about hype. It was about actual realities of what was happening around the globe. I think he and I are going to have to agree to disagree um, because I, I see that the, the left, whose mantra has been never let a catastrophe go to waste, uh, has been doing just that, politicizing this for power. Joining me now to discuss this is Jenny Beth Martin, founder and national coordinator of Tea Party Patriots. Hi, Jenny Beth. Welcome back to the show.
10: Hi, it's so good to be with you. And John Barry is a great Tea Party patriot.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, it, you know I, he is a, he is a great patriot. I think that um, he and I disagree in terms of of uh, and that and and you know many of us are disagreeing today in terms of whether or not the choices the. Um, uh, cancellations, the the response to this, whether or not it's justified in proportion to the threat. And I think, I think you know, good minds can disagree because the reality is none of us really have a crystal ball Jenny Beth Martin to know actually how this is going to play out. And so it's really difficult for elected officials and like President Trump to know, you know, really how far to go with containment and mitigation and policies and travel bans because you want to make it measured. You want to deal with the threat but you don't want to destroy the economy or go too far with, with things that are going to destroy the economy and hurt people unnecessarily. You look at the politicizing of the left, though. That is actually happening. We found out today that Nancy Pelosi was actually trying to use funding for the coronavirus to fund abortions.
10: You know, this is a time right now um, when we, as a country, we have to find a way to come together and deal with with what is going on um and you're right there's been a lot of hype about this and the reality is that um people all over this country are scared they're worried about their family and their friends and their neighbors and their coworkers and whether their kids are going to school and getting emails saying graduation may or may not happen and everything is just topsy-turvy right now and it really and truly when i hear things like what you were saying that speaker pelosi said i i just urge everyone no matter what our politics are we need to just say okay what's best for our country right now and what is absolutely necessary to do and don't throw money or do anything at a situation don't go cashing out of the stock market or throwing money from the government around whatever it might be without just taking a moment take a deep breath and make sure you think through the long-term ramifications of whatever decisions that that are being made and um I, I, I hope and I pray that our leaders in Washington D.C., regardless of the political party, will focus on on that. I, I'm I'm not holding my breath, but I am hoping and praying because I I think that the the hardworking men and women of this country and the people of this country who have children or who have parents, which pretty much means every single one of us, um, we we we're looking for leadership right now.
2: What, do you, what did you think of Trump's speech? Because I thought some of his specifics from the Small Business Administration being open up to, to offer loans and some of his other, his other ideas that he had, tax deferments for those that might be affected significantly as individuals or businesses, I thought some of those ideas were really spot on. And the left is trying to attack that as though all he cares about is Wall Street and money. But the, there is a real economic impact for Americans as they're closing things. I've got a listener right now saying that closing the swap meets hurt him and other low-income individuals. He's retired, and it's the only way to supplement his income. We want to keep Americans safe, but there's an economic fallout, and I think Trump had some good ideas for how to help Americans in that. Uh, Your thoughts?
10: Yeah, so here are my thoughts on it. Um, I think he had some some good ideas. I think the most important thing he did was address the situation and and assure the American people that we are going to get through this. And I think President Trump has an advantage that I simply don't have. I, the year I was born, they, they quit giving people the smallpox vaccination uh, uh, the year I was born. I don't have that, that scar. But people just a year older than me live through smallpox, and President Trump even lived through polio and eradicating polio. So I think he can look at this with a little bit more perspective and wisdom that some of us who are younger um, are not able to do. And I think that's really important. As far as his specific proposals go, I'm interested to see the legislation behind it. And there will probably be some back and forth um, to get to a point where, where something is, is passed. But the fact is, you have to take care of the businesses in addition to the employees, in addition to the people who may wind up being out of the job. Um, now, whether it's the government taking care of them or whether it's us reaching out to um nonprofits in our communities and saying hey I heard somebody is quarantined can I can I bring food and leave it on their doorstep can I bring you any supplies is there anything that I can do to help or if you know someone across the country maybe ship something to them but all of the only way we're going to get through this is if we all are focused on the goal of getting through it and And I think that that is what President Trump's goal is. is He's looking out for America and Americans, and he's urging all of us to do the same.
2: Yeah, and, you know, it is definitely a time for us to come together, and I know that uh, people have become polarized in terms of there's some people that feel like this is just being way overhyped and they're angry about it, and I think that, you know, and then, and then there's those that, that um, you know, um, say that if you're not, I think that you can be in a position of, I take this threat seriously, but I think that, that the reaction has been a little overblown. I think you, those can coexist, and that that doesn't mean that you don't care if you're not on, the, with, on on the same page with some people who are expecting the worst case scenario and panicked over it. And I don't know how with America being kind of split like that, because that's kind of what I'm seeing. I don't know how Trump can bring everybody together. And he's being so criticized today that he didn't really calm people's fears enough. He can't promise that you're not going to get this disease. He can't promise that he's going to have test kits available overnight for everybody. He can't promise that you're not going to suffer some kind of economic impact. All he can do is do everything that he can with his team led by Mike Pence and others to do the best that they can for testing and to to have policy measures that try to help make people whole economically. And they were going to do something with the Treasury Department today to help infuse another one and a half trillion. But there's still only so much that he can do. And, you know, I I, I felt for him last night because I also felt like there was a trap that was set for him that, you know, that he couldn't win no matter what he said in his speech last night. And I just think that, you know, I did like how he ended with saying, look, we can, this will, this disease, however it rolls out, will not destroy the greatest nation in the history of the world. And it is a time for us to come together and rally together as Americans. Final thoughts. That's
10: exactly right. That's exactly right. And I think that um, it doesn't matter what President Trump does or doesn't do. There will always be someone who complains. But he did what was needed last night, and he may have to come back and do it again in a few days or another week. We just have to take this one day at a time right now. And we need to be giving grace to both sides of the political aisle and um i hope that they will do the exact same for us is there
2: anything going on with tea party patriots that is a part of this that we can um learn about get involved in
10: um as far as the coronavirus goes there, there is there is not my I'm, I'm dealing with it from all sides locally right. and within the the company but we are going to be rolling out our get out the vote plan we are stalled slightly um But we are getting that ready, and we think we're going to be launching that on Monday. So I'd love to be able to come back and say, hey, if you're stuck at home, we've got something you can sign up to do.
2: That's a great idea because we don't know how long this, we know rallies are put on hold. And, and, but, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, we're still active and we're getting everybody engaged and getting them out to vote because this, uh, you know, the, uh, now more than ever, you know, I'm just thankful that we had President Trump and had our economy on solid footing before this happened. Because can you imagine, yeah. Jenny Beth Martin, if we did not have the solid economic foundation that President Trump put in place that will help us weather this? And that's one of the things he mentioned last night is the resources that we have and the, and the flexibility that we have, and the, the strength of the foundation that we have, that will help weather us. And I think that we need to, we need to stay engaged and uh, make sure that we help get him reelected. Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots, thank you so much for being here. We'll have you back real soon. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We're well past the time we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about a retaliatory attack on Iraq. Aren't you glad we're going to talk about something besides coronavirus? Come on back.
8: With all the rain, I'm amazed at how many phone calls we are receiving from customers who had solar systems installed by someone else and now the roof is leaking, yet the companies refuse to help. This is one more reason to do your research before starting a solar relationship. I'm Adam Rizza from Palomar Solar and Roofing. After being in the business and researching competitors for over 15 years, I can tell you there are only three companies who I feel like you'd have a great experience with. I'm proud to say we are one, and good luck finding the other two. By the way, they do not advertise on the radio. It amazes me, still today, how many homeowners make bad decisions. Our goal from day one has been to help folks make great solar decisions, whether they choose us or not. I guarantee a professional no-pressure consultation will not be a waste of your time and can help save you thousands of dollars and future headaches. Call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388 or visit PalomarSolar.com. That's 760-504-0388.
12: Buying or selling a home is the biggest financial transaction most people ever make. This is Dennis Prager. Selecting the right real estate agent is crucial. Selecting the wrong real estate agent could cost you a lot of time and money. That's why I refer San Diego County's real estate authority, Jim Buttrell, founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. Jim is a proud Marine Corps veteran with a proven track record and guarantees your success every time. Jim nets his sellers 5.6% more money and sells his listing in one-third the time when compared to the average agent. While others make big promises, Jim will actually guarantee the sale of your home at a price you agree to, or he will buy it himself, guaranteed in writing. That's because Jim already has the buyers. Thousands of ready buyers in waiting from his exclusive database looking to buy right now. Call Jim Batrell at 800-498-SOLD, that's 800-498-SOLD, or go to jimhasthebuyers.com.
0: To paraphrase Thomas Jefferson in his first inaugural address, we are all libertarians. All of us support individual liberty, economic freedom, fiscal sanity, and the right to live our lives without excessive government intrusion. Join Bob Zadek, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., for a full hour of discussion with the smartest guests on radio. Insightful, spontaneous, and thoughtful. It's the show of ideas, not attitude. The Bob Zadek Show, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., only on The Answer.
4: Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end down 8 to 10% on average today. Fang and the big tech over did better than that. Not much, but a little better. Panic selling early, been Cooler has prevailed, but didn't change too much from the open. Corona containment comes with short-term economic pain, and here and around the world. So the system works to mitigate the damage, at least till flu season ends this spring. Congress is working on a relief package. The Fed pumped a trillion dollars today into the system with zero rates. And oil prices down 6%. The Mideast oil price war continues. Oil tanker stocks higher as day rates top 300,000 and ships are in short supply. For the first time in months, some good stocks look cheap again. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. 96.1
0: North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
6: AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. You know what? At a time like this where a country is concern if people are fearful uh, economically as well as from you know an illness that's going around I got to tell you guys that just to be able to be in here and talk to you guys over the air as well as through social media just being a part of sharing this time with you guys and being part of this you know community with you just really means a lot to me and just helps me feel good to know that we are still all connected as Americans and we love each other we just want the best for each other in this country, I think the spirit of America is so alive and well. Always, it's always in times of crisis where we are reminded how much of uh, the American spirit is alive and well, and how um, great we are as a culture of Americans. Uh, there is other news happening in, in the middle of all this. Uh, the United States military did what we do, baby. We, uh, President Trump launched military strikes using warplanes. Uh, This is according to Fox News, targeting multiple bases used by Iran-backed Shia militias, even though Iran's been suffering from this coronavirus, like to really horrific degrees, didn't stop them from a rocket attack against Americans that killed two Americans and one British soldier. And so America retaliated. Uh, The strike was uh, reportedly proportional. Um, They fired 30 rockets. Um, uh, I'm not sure actually what the casualty count might be against Iran, but... Um, I love that uh, we have an administration that actually can deal with multiple things at multiple times. And so I actually wanted to share that, guy, that news with you. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. You know, what I think we need to do, G.G. Carrot Sticks, is I think we need to find like a really good Friday fun day segment to really take, you know, something that we can do to maybe this weekend to take our minds off of. A lot of events vent- are canceled. Maybe there will be a cool movie or something out there. What do you On think? On Netflix. Yeah.
3: See, or whatever streaming device you have so you don't have to go out
2: yeah um you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna come up do something may or maybe we'll have like a fun game we can come up with maybe you're so good at coming up with like trivia quizzes or something we're gonna think of some way we can have fun you know what i did throughout the day today was i actually because i i you know one, i love instagram that's where i go to for like dog videos and funny videos um so, because I, I, I feel like it's important that we've got to take some time to de-stress, go find some another outlet, unplug from the bad news, find something to recharge your spirit. Whether it's something that's going to make you laugh, whether it's a book that's going to distract you from something, what do you do, DJ? Carrot sticks when you need to get a laugh or to take you away from the troubles of the day?
4: Well, not so much laugh or. If I if I need to uh, kind of forget about things, I, I read a good old comic book.
2: Okay. Staying, staying true to your truth, roots yeah and you know <laughs> i like the old
4: comic books captain america superman truth justice and
3: and uh all that good stuff
2: i'm an animal lover give me a dog video showing some dog romping around smiling having the zoomies you know because it doesn't matter dogs and animals and pets just love everybody unconditionally What's a, zoomie? a zoomie that's when dogs like large breed dogs get like all of a sudden they get like a burst of energy and they're like start running around like crazy dogs I've seen, called, I think
1: little dogs do that too.
2: Little dogs do that too, but I think it's funnier and looks weirder when a big dog is doing it. You take an eighty-pound dog, and they're like running all around, all hyped up. It just looks goofy. So this is called the zoomies. Um, That cheers me up. I love psychological thrillers. I've got a niece that sends me like the craziest psychological drama books ever. She's like, there's some people that just know how to pick books. And she picks like the most amazing, craziest storyline books. And just, I can get so immersed in it that I forget what day of the week it is or what's going on in the world around me. And it's just important to find something to distract you from what's going on in the world, you know, and something else that I'm not like a new age person But I've started, you know, learning about ways to be mindful and mindfulness exercises and a way to just um, like go into the beach and just focusing on or wherever, maybe walk in nature to where you just focus on just that moment, being in that moment, enjoying God's beauty, uh, the scenery, the fresh air, getting outside. I think that goes a long way as well. All right, so I see DJ Potato Skins over there. Maybe he'll have an idea for Friday Fun Day tomorrow. If Carrot Sticks and I can't come up with something. We got to think of something fun, Potato Skins, or or something to to cheer people up. We will, of course, have Bob Walters here with us on Friday. Potato Skins, I can tell he's looking like he had an He's worried.
4: Any. He goes, "Is the Friday Fun Day segment all on me?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe if we the three of us can put our thoughts together maybe we can come up with just some good idea or something we can do just for a little fun to wrap the week on a high note that's that's my goal all right love you guys love all of y'all we'll come up with something 6 p.m pacific time tomorrow night peace out thanks to my guests thanks to the callers love you all so much